0: tonight, Ryan, to get the party started, you put a post out on our Twitter about our guest in all her glory, Maria Wilson. Maria responded to the post. Right. Did you respond to it because Ryan's a good-looking guy or because of the question?
1: Or both? Okay, both.
0: Both. (laughs) She responds with Octagon Hall, and I had heard stuff of Octagon Hall, but then I also knew she had experience there, and um, thought, great topic to start tonight with. So, Maria, welcome. to. Before we get started with Octagon, share with Ryan kind of your paranormal background. I
1: see. I kind of started back in 2011 that I figured out that I had a... I've got it. I've got
2: you covered. Where's yours, right? You got it your- right here. It's it's in the kitchen.
1: But it started about two thousand eleven that I realized that I've had paranormal events kind of happen to me all my life. <laughs> Nothing major. It took me till twenty eleven to figure out that I've had stuff that's happened to me all my life and I never And the longer I investigated, the more I would remember stuff like that had happened to me when I was younger. And, but when you're younger and it happens, it doesn't really mean a whole lot because you think everybody experiences that.
0: Hmm. Okay. And and just to digress a little bit, Ryan, just as an FYI, she's a former MUFON investigator too.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: So she covers all the
0: data. She's got all the food groups covered. All the food groups. The a- food groups.
2: Yeah. Unless you've seen Bigfoot and have in your counters with Dracula and all that, then yeah, I think we got our bases covered tonight. I mean, yeah, well, I, I there's been next. a Dracula
1: in my life. Um, and um, Bigfoot down the road is uh, called Big Mo. Big Mo, okay. Okay, yeah. So I guess
2: with. When it comes to Octagon Hall, when did you start um, going there and doing investigations and just give us a little history on the on the building itself? I mean, there aren't many eight sided figure buildings in the world. And there's two, I guess. And I, if I'm not correct me, if I'm wrong, one's in Ohio and obviously the one in uh, Franklin, Kentucky. But just mm-hmm. what is the background of the building? What was it used for? And, and uh, what are some of the experiences that you've had in that?
1: Well, the, the house started being built in 1847 by Andrew Jackson Caldwell and his, at that time, wife, Elizabeth Akers Caldwell. And the the house was made, the bricks were made from the dirt there. The lumber was cut for that house. And it wasn't finished until 1859. Uh, Andrew Jackson Caldwell, and here's another little haunted part that kind of goes along with it. Owned a leather shop in Russellville, Kentucky. Okay. Which that's claimed to be haunted as well. It's called the Caldwell House. I have not been there. Would love to go. I have that's family in, in Russellville. Oh, okay. Well yeah. there's your place to go. <laughs> so um the house was built. The Civil War was not that far off. Andrew Jackson was Caldwell was accused of being a confederate sympathizer and one of the reasons he said you're cracking me up kevin
0: (laughs) look this is also entertainment
2: this is also part of a live show when i'm bald and kevin has very little hair remaining so no no, no, that's my choice now i keep it short don't don't say like it's
0: kevin needs
1: some frosted tips yes
0: we can go thank you lady g i appreciate it (laughs) Kevin do need some spikes. See, this is how this is how we just veer off the road sometimes. Oh, okay. the but it's but it's is, in fun, have, fun because, ed-
2: have have fun editing this for the <laughs> yeah. For the, no, that's
0: that's priceless. This is what you'll find, Ryan. This audience mm. is very interactive. It well, that's makes, good. I makes for a fun show.
2: Yes, but, yeah. So you said the the leather store or house that he lived mm-hmm. in in Russellville was also haunted or is also haunted?
1: It yes, I, I've. I've not investigated there, but I have friends that have, and Mm -hmm. they're quite interested. I don't know how much activity goes there, but Simpson County has a lot. Even their jail is pretty well haunted from what I understand.
2: The one thing I will ask though, like I know we have a lot of evidence and stuff to go through and talk about, but is it... Is there a way that the two houses or the octagon house and the house in Russellville or the place in Russellville are connected hauntings? Like, are, are they the same spirits or are they different spirits?
1: I've not had any discussions with investigators from there. Okay. But I would think that with him owning the home and the leather shop, that there would be some type of connection there. Okay. But I don't know about the history of maybe employees or things like that but that was so going on during the civil war and there was so much in that area even up in in bowling green there's quite a bit in there but um that house was completed in 19 or 1859 they um it was andrew jackson caldwell his wife elizabeth acres caldwell and they had three children and I think Elizabeth died. I don't remember what year she died. She passed away before the house was finished. Okay. And then it wasn't long after that, the, the boy, the youngest child, and I can't we can't really find his age. You know, they had census, and then he, he was there, and then he wasn't. Hmm. So, um, rumors with that was that he got sick, and with some kind of disease and passed away. And then it wasn't too long after that, he married his second wife, Harriet. And then they had several children. But the first, the second daughter that he had, Mary Elizabeth, who's very famous with this home, her dress caught on fire when she was 11 to 12 years old down in the kitchen and severe burns and It took about seven days for her to finally succumb to her injuries, which is horrible in itself. And the reason we believe it was seven days was because of an EVP session that was held there. And she was very adamant, seven days, seven days, seven days, that it kept coming across.
2: So would it be just like random questions that you were asking and it just kept saying, or she just kept saying seven days? Like, there, would it be your specific question she was answering? or is-
1: It was a specific question she was answering because we had, there's a gentleman that came there. His name was Brett Oldham and got to tie UFO stuff into this. He's an abductee. So he has, in his belief, he's got several spirit guys and he can see things, hear things, feel things. And he had this pretty sophisticated system set up and then was finally able to hear a little girl's voice. And when you're doing EVP sessions, you can't guarantee that that's exactly who you're speaking with. But the question was asked, how long did it take for you to pass away? And she just kept saying seven days. Wow.
2: That's yeah, yeah that, that's something that when, when you have that specific of an answer, it's like they're adamant that that was the time period or the days. And mm-hmm. for, you know, however long that's been, you know, close to 170, 150 years or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, that they're able to still reiterate that is it's kind of uh, insane if you ask me but when when it comes to the octagon house the shape of it was there a specific reason why it was built that way or does it have a tie to any freemason work or anything of the sort mm-hmm. or, or any say like is the number 8 or the octagon itself really Uh, play a role in paranormal events or investigations at all
1: well he was a freemason okay and there are masons that been in the house and they'll you know how they do they just walk through and go "Uh uh-huh you know they look at the certain things that are built the story the reason supposedly to i guess to cover up the freemason stuff was that he was afraid of storms so he built an eight-sided house so the wind would hit it in t- differently. It would kind of hmm. deflect it and shift it around. That wow. was part of it. Yeah. Is that legit? Hey, I don't know. It's still standing. I mean, it, it,
2: like <laughs> I, I think I think I and I think I've seen a couple of paranormal shows actually investigate it. I know if, I I don't know if it's the one in Ohio or if it's the one in you know in Franklin. Mm-hmm. But I, correct me if I'm wrong. Was ten or twin paranormal ever there? The YouTube group.
1: It, it could be. Okay. There's a lot of them I don't pay attention to simply because right. I ran into a page today that called that house a demon house, which is completely ridiculous. It just yeah. sends me through the roof when people start talking. That's, a, that's something someone possessed
0: by a demon would say.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> word for word that I heard come out of.
0: No, out of your mouth is what I'm saying. You're oh. possessed by a demon. You're in denial. <laughs> well,
2: this is the first and last show she's
1: ever going to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she'll be a, she'll be a mainstay. She
1: just. Oh yeah. stay tuned, yeah. It's all fun. John Zaffis. This the Octagon Hall has been on um Travel Channel several times. Okay. John Zaffis was there with Haunted Collector. Okay. Which. Kind of pissed a lot of us off. Um, Brian watches all
2: those ghost shows. No, I remember Haunted Collector. Um, I don't remember what they took from the house, though.
1: I don't know. remember what it was. They did not take anything from the house. They didn't? Okay. They, they They told them what to do to settle the house down was that to have a somebody come in and bless the house mm -mm. no That that was to move in the in the main room there's a picture of uh andrew and his wife harriet elizabeth's picture his first wife her picture is in the bedroom her in the daughter's It's not really the daughter's bedroom, but that's where they designated it. He said to take Andrew and Harriet's picture down and put Elizabeth's picture over the mantle so everybody would know who the lady of the house really was.
2: Hmm. I guess in regards to, or to that, do you think if there was one entity there, would she be the prominent one Elizabeth coming through or you know, is it all is it a collection of the Caldwells or other spirits that have may have inhabited the house? See, Maria, he's asking all the intelligent questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. just waiting. You just blow me <laughs> off. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. I'm glad you believe that. (laughs) It's a collection of all of them. Um, There were several Union or Union and Confederate soldiers that died on the property there. Okay. One of the most famous ones is the one that passed away in the attic. Um, He was the Union Army was on his tail. He was already wounded in the foot or the lower part of his leg, and he got to the Caldwell house and they hid him in the attic. And he, the union was right behind him. So they couldn't, the union didn't leave for three days. So this man was in the attic for three days and he had taken his boot off, which caused him to bleed to death. If he'd have left oh, his boot on, he might've yeah, survived. Oh wow! So they go back up there three days later and he's passed away. So there's activity from that. They've also opened up the doors one day and found a dead soldier at their doorstep down at the bottom of the steps. Um, there was several slaves on that property, and there's a huge, pretty good size slave cemetery that's out there that has been preserved. But that property is, was 1,500 acres at that time, so I'm sure there were slaves buried all over the place, and they were just marked with regular rocks. For their headstones. So whenever the property began to be split up later in years, the um, rocks were probably removed.
2: Okay, just looking at, it, I just looked to see if was there a major battle that took place around the. Uh, hall, or were there just little skirmishes, or anything like that, or was there one particular battle that was major battle that you know of that was held there?
1: There were probably several of the, the little fights out there because whenever the Union Army, went when uh, Fort Donelson and what was the other one? Anyways, whenever they those. The Union Army took those over. The Confederacy left Bowling Green and moved south and camped out. There were eight to 10,000 soldiers camped out on property there, like uh, around Valentine's Day. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Hold that thought for a second. Oofie, get used to this name. (laughs) Okay. She'll ask questions that more than half the questions she asks go right over my head. But I'm already going to correct Uffy. It's Hall, not House. Has anyone claimed to... A Reincarnation of any of the personas associated with the octagon Paul. Maria. Do you know? Yeah, whoopie goes Other deep. than
1: what I've been told, I've been told that I have that I used to live there. What?
0: Oh, That's, here we go. That wasn't that wasn't this a great question. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. wait.
1: So, <laughs> Rion, so who told you you used to live there? I don't want. Who ca- I, I cares? I, wow. I don't. I mean, seriously, that's not. I know you feel attachments to places. You can feel attachments to certain to, things. Yeah, to certain yeah. things. And that house is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's it just it feels wonderful when you walk inside there. So she's drawn to it. <laughs> Yeah, so you just like, yeah, that's, that's what, what it that's what it is. <laughs> there comes the possession. <laughs> did so well, I guess backtracking
2: to that, did you when did you first go to the house and and what were some of the experiences that you had? I know we have a couple of potential EVPs videos, et cetera, but when you first went, what was that feeling like when you walked through the house? Like was it just something that you've never felt before?
1: The first time I stepped foot in that house, that house is a right did a haunted walkthrough tour. All the lights were on and things like that, but they would that's how they their, that was their fundraiser through the whole month of October is to get money for that. So that was the first time that I went. One of my friends took me and we walked through and it's just, the house is just beautiful. But I was like, I want to come back and see what it's like during the day. Mm. And so I, I did. And then found out that they offered novice hunts. Mm. So I thought that'd be great. I'd love to go. I mean, I didn't have any equipment. I didn't know anything. I Just what you see on ghost hunters. Um, I thought that'd be neat. I'd like to go. So I went. The very first night I was there, I was standing in the doorway and I'm I'm standing there. It's cold in the house because they don't have very, very good heat. And something comes and wraps their arm, their hand around my arm. And you could feel it. It wasn't hard or anything. You could just feel that touch. And somebody had taken a picture, which I don't have these pictures either. And you could see like a white mist right where I was saying I was being touched. So then we go downstairs downstairs. And the lights are on down there. I didn't have any bleach stains on my, you know, black sweatshirt or anything. Supposedly she lost the photos. But anyway, so the next time I go, we are in what they call the hospital room. That's the one with the, it still has the old wheelchair in there. Oof. A couple of fake hospital, but you know, a couple of right beds. There's something going on up my woods. So if I jump up, sorry. Um, <laughs> I can hear the leaves right now. It's um mannequins are in the room, you know, just right staging cuz it's a museum. And I was looking out the bedroom door at the and there's a street, kind of a street light out. So there was ambient light coming in. And I'm looking and I see well, there's several people in the room, probably about 8. And I look, and I was like, I can't see that light anymore. I can't see the doorway. And somebody else had made the comments. Well, it looked like it was getting a little dark. So then I see a full-figure black shadow of a human standing in the doorway, and it comes straight at me. And this, I looked up at it, and every hair on my body stood to attention. I was looking up at it, and I was just, I thought, well, now what? And then it turns and it goes out the other doorway down the other hall.
2: I have an experience just like that um, where my dad for, people in the background here my dad uh bought an old hospital in Kansas City or in Independence Missouri when it closed and they opened up a new one and they because left That's every- what all dads do yeah that's what all dads <laughs> do when you're a real estate developer <laughs> and you want to develop you know and do stuff so anyway he um sold one building back to the school district into the city and kept the other two for himself one which had to be torn down and before they could tear it all down they had to do a spa- or asbestos tests uh, mold tests Um, everything of the sorts, you know, for environmental engineer purposes so they could tear down the building to make sure it was safe to do it. So when I say they left everything in that hospital, I mean everything. You're talking (coughs) IV bags, blood bags, uh, hospital beds, Files, um, patient files. Every, yeah, patient yeah. files, um, everything. So when my dad took possession of it, there was a bag of keys. And I mean a bag, there's 355 keys on one key ring that opened every door in the building. Wow. All And keep in mind, there's four buildings. Mm-hmm. So one day, uh, the the basement that was torn down that was called the North Tower was formerly known as the independ- Independent Sanatorium. Mm-hmm. It had three basement levels. It had sub-basement one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. So when you got down on the lower level, you had a big winding, basically maze or like hallway that you walked down to the loading docks to load everything. So I was taking a pallet jack, um, walking down the hallway and through sub-basement one and sub-basement one had all the nurses or nursing changing facilities, restrooms, and everything like that. And I'm walking by this women's, the nursing changing facility was a women's restroom and the doors open and I stop for whatever reason, I just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I look over in, to the sink and I'm like, Oh, I thought I saw, like, I couldn't see myself. I couldn't see my reflection. I couldn't see anything in the mirror like that, that's That weird. means you're a vampire. Well, <laughs> but so anyway, I, I look and I'm like, okay, there's somebody like something sitting on the sink. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I could see it grabbing onto the sink and its feet on either side of the sink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what is this? Like, what, am I looking at? So I look again and and I'm like, okay, keep looking. And then that time I reach for my phone to call... Uh, my dad's uh, business partner who he's good friends with, went to college with, my phone's dead. (laughs) Oh, fun. I reach for my walkie-talkie and I turn it on Mm -hmm. and I hit the talk button and all I get is static. And then I hear my name growl through it. Mm. And I sit there, I'm like, okay, that's weird. And I try to radio back, you know, whatever it was, radio dies. Mm -hmm. Walkie-talkie completely drained. I had a hard hat on because keep in mind it's a construction zone Mm -hmm. and I had a headlamp on it. I turned the headlamp on to see if it was on. It was on because there were no lights in that hallway. So keep in mind, I'm in a pitch dark black area with a dead cell phone. A dead hard hat with no lamp that's working and no walkie talkie. Right. So I so I finally get out of the trance. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now. You can't see them. But um, just saying it like I sat there for five, what felt like five minutes. It turned out to be 30 seconds. Yes. And when I get unfroze, I take the pallet jack, run it down there. Don't even bother bringing it back up to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I get into, and I finally start hearing my name get called again on the walkie talkie. And it's my dad's friend, Dave, trying to figure out where I'm at. Yes. He's like, <laughs> I heard, he goes, he heard the same thing I heard come through the walkie talkie. He heard my name get growled through his walkie talkie. And he was in a different part of the building. Wow. And he thought it was somebody else trying to get a hold of me. mm And I said, no, I didn't like try to get a hold of somebody. So when you felt that paralyzed, like that fear, like that was the first experience I had in that building that made me believe that I was seeing something I couldn't quite, you know, imagine was real. Like I was just like, there's something going on here. Do they do investigations there? No. um, Funny story about that. So my dad got a call one day out of the blue from a paranormal investigation team um, asking to do an investigation there. And my dad said, well, I would love to, but I don't know if like the city would like to have that like mm-hmm. out there that this building mm-hmm. is haunted. And he was just like, I, again, my son would love to, you know, do it with you if you would have him." But again, we don't want anybody to you know, get freaked out that this building they're potentially buying is haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's had experiences in there too. I've had countless experiences, um, in that building and every, actually every building there so much show my brother and I pulled a prank on people that worked there and it was, we got chewed out for it. But, um, <laughs> So in the in the ICU rooms in the one of the buildings they had whiteboards on in every room you know and they had the erase you know markers erasable markers and stuff so we took on the whiteboards I see dead people and this place is haunted don't come in in this room I see you know like there's a black figure over in the corner type of a thing and mm-hmm. uh, my dad found out it was us and we got chewed out but <laughs> come to actually realize we actually caught an EVP walking down the hallway in the ICU yes. I heard it with my ear and I. It, to me, to this day, it's probably the most chilling, chilling EVP I've ever heard. I don't have it with me, but I heard I was audible enough in my ear. It said, get out.
1: And you caught it on recorder. That wasn't what you it wasn't. No, I heard
2: it. No, I, it was a disembodied voice. I heard it. Oh,
1: and you caught it on the yeah. record. Yeah, that's wonderful because that's sometimes that doesn't happen.
2: Well, the, the we heard it. So what it was is I heard it talk. I heard it say in the corner of my ear, like when I was walking past it, get out. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the
0: to... uh, Amityville horror, you know, that scene where the priest is yeah. trying to, ble- and then
2: the but door the, opens. But, yeah, but, but the thing yeah. is, it's like, when you hear that though, it's just like, okay, cool. I'll get out when I want to leave. Like I still have yes. work to do. but w- there were other experiences that people have had in there. My dad's, friend Dave who I was telling you about had time, out, time well, out. hold on we're talking about this stuff i
0: know <laughs> no i i'm good gonna, I'm gonna, at this is you you got the play by play and i'm at just adding color here to it you hear a voice that says get out and Can you're you argu- you're arguing with the voice like no i'm not going to what? Yeah, I no, mean, no, if, no, no. I mean, I like might have, the voice might not have got the word out out and I would have already been out the room.
2: <laughs> well, it's it's one one of those things to me. It's that's because, like, once you get used to it and it happens so much in a place like that, you're oh, OK. You know, you know, they're not taunting right. you. You're not. Okay. They're not what I you know, they're not taunting Someone with- telling you to get out is very. Yeah, but
1: see, that could be a residual.
2: It could be. And that's what, like, it sounded mm. to me, it mm. sounded like okay. a patient was, like, yelling at a nurse yeah. or somebody. Yeah. Um, there have been. Okay. Well, there was okay. one. So, example, like, I was going to tell you, Dave, my dad's friend, was in the North Tower one day. He was on the fifth floor. And there's two, sta- two stairwells on either of this building. And they're far apart. You know, they're on either side of the building, um, on the west side. He's working in one of the buildings, taking test counts, asbestos counts and everything like that. And all of a sudden he hears running up footsteps like the stairs or metal or concrete, you know, uh, tile stairs. So he hears running up the stairs. He looks up, doesn't think anything of it. Five minutes go by he hears it again. And it's the same starting off the sixth floor going up to the seventh. Mm-hmm. Well, this time he hears a kid laughing and then he gets on his walkie talkie and asks any of his crew if they're in the building and they all, they all say no and he can look out and they're eating lunch at the trucks. Say you're that location again, independence regional medical center and it's in Kansas city. It's an old hospital it's freaky. The building that they tore down had gargoyles on it. Um, it had moss growing up the side of the buildings. It had vines growing up side of the buildings. Um, imagine gargoyles. Boy- yeah, it had gargoyles. Yeah.
1: Yeah, gargoyles back then were to keep off the
2: evil the evil away. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. he was standing in that building in that stairwell and He hears the running up again and it, this time he said they were accompanied by two different foots, pairs of footsteps they're distinguishable between each way they're running up the stairs so he finally goes up there and checks on it and keep in mind there's no power to this building because they're doing all this electrical work in it all and he gets up to the seventh floor and on the west side of the are on the south side of the on that wing in that in that hallway, there are two heavy doors that are set by magnets. The magnets, the doors close on their own, forced off their latches. And the only way they latch off with when they when they're connected to power. So they're connected to the wall by magnets and you can't pull them off if there's no electricity. No electricity. And he said those doors he said those doors closed on their own. Wow. So anyway, take back from that, yeah, that those are experiences that I've had that made me believe. So Kevin, do we have evidence to go through and look look at? We do. And I want Maria to explain what happened, where she was, when it happened, and... What your first thought was when you were seeing this, and if you noticed it, and how long like it was before you noticed you had this evidence, and
0: what you had for lunch that day, yeah, that too, and, yeah, and yeah. uh, your if you're your hair was up or down, or if you were wearing, yeah, <laughs> well, actually, we could probably see it in the video, yeah, yeah right. in the video. So this video I'm gonna share Marie sent, and it's labeled "wheelchair moves on its own," which is a pretty straightforward description, correct. <laughs> so I'm gonna play it and. You can commentate for us.
1: This one, we had just finished up an EVP session in that room.
0: And sh- tell everybody where you're at. I'm standing
1: you're- there looking at the camera okay. we'll because keep. I we'll thought find. I was asked to look to review to see if a paranormal activity had happened, and I caught it on my camera. So the wheelchair see- is on the left. Yeah, and you see that orb that goes through, and Melissa is her name that turns around just all of a sudden
0: she clearly can see because it's kind of yeah. coming towards her.
1: You yes. Know, and there's enough ambient light in there to make that happen. But if you watch it, the wheelchair goes backwards first. Like somebody mm-hmm. said in it, that, and that's then there's a good,
2: orb, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Wait. So is it like when you're trying to like, I've sat in a wheelchair before at the hospital just to see what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And that's not any ordinary wheelchair either. That's an older one, isn't it? That's like from the 1800s, right? Correct, well, so what's the
0: distinction of that, I don't yeah, know the, the distinction the
2: of it. It's yeah. made
1: out of wood, maybe. If I'm looking at it, it's made out of like wicker, and then you'll okay. see that handle that goes through, and that's right. yeah, how and on it. the back, gotcha. yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Gotcha. That's how they, yeah, just to
2: see in a wheelchair when you first get it started, when you like lean back and get it rolling forward. It so, right. like, did anybody else notice it? Well, Melissa did. Yeah, you (laughs) could look at her. I mean, look at her
1: reaction. (laughs) And is that who is that in the doorway with the hat? Is that your? That is an ex teammate. Okay. There were several other people that are outside of this picture. And some of them, I don't really, I think there was like, Melissa saw it, and there might have been one other person in the room that noticed it. Her reaction is gold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because she had been sitting Mm. in front of that closet door. Mm. Now, a lot of people were very skeptic about, you know, she hit it. She, you know, caused it to roll. And there's just absolutely no way that she did. So, yeah, you look at it because she's a
2: good three or four feet away. But the fact that it starts out back, like it moves back first, like feels like somebody was pushing on it from the back. Or like I said, like you're scooting back in your chair to get up and then it rolls forward. Mm -hmm. Were there any locks on it like that? You notice like, you know, how the modern runs had the locks on the wheels, like keep it from moving.
1: No, there's nothing. For that. And see, people have, there's been a lot of uh, investigators in that house that have claimed that that wheelchair is moved, but they didn't have a camera on it. This camera came, it was straight from Octagon Hall. This was one of their cameras that they kept running all the time
2: oh wow so you don't miss any like the thing like the one thing i notice is that it rolls back Mm -hmm. and then where's the orb coming at let's see i'm looking at the timestamp at the top it is right right after it moves like the second right after it moves and it moves again but you don't see the orb right so did the orb oh, oh wait the camera did you see that the camera i mean i don't know if it's glitched throughout but at the end you can see it like I don't know if it's glitching out, but like you can see it kind of like the orb hit it looks like it hits her in the back. I wonder mm-hmm. if she felt that. But you see right there, like that lens flare at the end yeah.
1: where it kind of like popped a little. Mm-hmm. It caught the orb caught her attention. Yeah. Because, like I said that that wheelchair, you can't move it without I mean screech, creaking. And that was one of a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. If somebody wasn't in that room, they would hear the wheelchair.
0: Move. Leave it to Oofy to ask the question. There you see it, Marie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Firm or squeaky. That's a good point. But... are the floorboards in that room, firm or squeaky. Yeah,
1: That house is as solid as it could be. There may be a step or two in that house going upstairs that creaks, but that floor, oh, I wall. mean...
2: I'll tell you one thing about the masons. They didn't build anything that was not structurally sound. So they would, they would make sure everything was level because that's the one thing that people have always wanted to talk about when they leave toys out in certain buildings and certain Mm -hmm. rooms. Um, If you ever go to, uh, Waverly Hills they do this test where the kids wing or whatever it was they'll put balls in a circle and the balls will start rolling around mm-hmm. but what people have started realizing is if you take a level you mm-hmm. will see that every floor is level yes. so um we actually had that at the hospital where stuff like that would happen where things would roll on the ground and you know things would fall things would shift and you're like mm-hmm. okay there's nothing there the the fact that uh, I'm drinking water right now we're
1: good <laughs> we're no but, but we did that at Octagon Hall as well so like Mary Elizabeth's room. Right. And yes, if we put a level on it, it's not going to be perfect. I mean that right. house is, Yeah. I mean no. it's
2: old. It's 100 and it's 50 to, I mean close to 200 it will be 200 years old soon, you know. It's about
1: 170 yeah. close to 170 years. But we could put a ball in her room and we could put obstacles. You know, I could set mm-hmm. and it's like, can you go around this and it would go around that. So, and it's not, and, and you could, you could like push it downhill mm. and it will roll back uphill.
2: Lady V said she said she saw the door cut across the, or the orb cut across the door. Can we play that one more time just so we can see if it did like across the door, if it hit her? Cause I thought it hit the girl in the back and that's why she, yeah. Oh, kind of, yeah. That's, go- oh, I, you know, I
0: missed that the first. 10 times we watched it. I didn't notice the orb. Literally,
2: she reacts when the orb hits her.
1: Yes. That's why she turned around. So
2: the question is, is that you didn't feel it because you're holding the camera or didn't see it? So it must have. It, yeah, it hit her. Oh, oh yeah, no, I saw it. Did you see it? No, no, yes. go back, roll back. Did you see it? I can't roll back. Oh well, we'll play yeah, it again. See the okay, the guy in the hat and the black jacket or the jacket. I'm assuming it's a gray jacket, knowing these. You'll see it pop up uh, at that oh, door at that right there. Yeah, it it goes like you can see it. This yeah, that's insane. That's some <laughs> really good evidence there. I got a good story about that closet door too oh no or that closet i don't like closet anybody come out of it you're not gonna like this story then (laughs) i'm gonna go hide now in a closet ironically enough do you have your uh, scary blanket with you right no god no no i don't know where that's at anyway carry on with the scary the scary closet because that looks not inviting
1: (laughs) okay so as you can imagine it's it's a basement Main floor, that was, that's the top floor. That's what we call the sick room. So everything is uniform, how it's built. So if you've got one bedroom, like that's the sick room, it's over the top of what we call the parlor downstairs. Well, on the main floor in the, the front foyer, the uh, Billy Bird, who at that time was the executive director of Octagon Hall, the museum, kept noticing that it's not uniform. There's something out of whack there. It was um, that big gentleman you saw standing in the doorway, my husband, myself, Billy Bird, and there was one other lady there in the hall. And he decides to cut a hole in the wall because, in his mind, because that didn't look right, he wanted to see what was behind that wall. And when we cut a hole in that wall, the house didn't like it. Well, you all cut a hole. Wait, 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 wait.
2: So the house. Then not like it. I don't like this. Wait a no,
0: minute. Wait a minute. You cut a hole in the wall at Octagon? Yes. In the in the front foyer. You were allowed to cut a hole into okay. the...
1: Billy Bird was the executive director. And if he said do it, you did it. Oh, he, okay. He was part of... Okay, yes, he you. was I there. Got there. Got he that. was there. So
2: he All gave right. you the All permission right. to, to he, do he it. Asks. So what they find in the hole? So did that escalate the activity or was it...
1: It did escalate activity.
2: Okay. And what
1: was found... So they cut the hole in the wall and I crawled in. In, flashlight. What? And I crawled in. I'm, and I I'll be back. Aim- I'll be back. She,
0: she, <laughs> wait, Maria always wears the pants. In the relationships,
2: <laughs> yeah. There's a call here's that I'm staring at. Thank God, there's no doors on it right now, or all to be looking at it, going, "What's in there?" It's stories like this that make me realize I'm not that tough. No. Well, no. so Kevin, would if he was at the hospital, my dad on, he'd run out in five seconds. If he was at Octagon Hall, he wouldn't even set foot in the house. He'd be like, "Yep, done by."
1: You know, I think if Kevin was at Octagon Hall, I think they they would just go, "It ain't worth it." Well, We're not
2: no. So do my, anything so well. here's a fun story because my brother was a skeptic and I think Kevin would get... So my brother and I, my dad's building the one that he owned that he left. They were going to renovate it and do like lofts and stuff, but we had to clean it all out. Anyway, the building itself is built over a natural spring. So if you did know anything about hauntings and water and everything and displacement of water and such, we got in one year, uh, one summer, we got 18... Uh, 10 inches of rain in two nights from a tropical Ooh. storm. And... The spring flooded and there was a sump pump in the basement and it couldn't keep up and the sump pump quit working because it cut power to the building. Mm -hmm. And within a 24 hour period, the water kept rising and rising and flooded the main floor of the building. There was no heat on in the building, no air, no nothing. So mold started growing on the carpet and uh, on the ceiling tiles. So my brother and I had to go and clean out the floors, rip up all the carpet, tear down the ceiling tile. So he was sitting there in front of me and there was a utility closet and a restroom for the men and women and and a restroom on either side in a sink. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and Alex is in front of the door with the utility closet that has no key, no door handle, no nothing on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm in front of him by 15 feet. He gets up and feels something touch him in the small of his back. Oh, wow. Do you want to know what he said when he walked into the building? He taunted the ghost and said, if you're here, make your presence known. I love it. I love it. 15 minutes later, swear to God, he got touched in the small of his back. He jumped up. (laughs) He jumped up and goes, Ryan, he goes, did you fucking touch my back? I go, said, no. Why? He's like, I swear to God, if you touch my back, I was like, Alex, I'm 15 feet in front of you. How is it possible for me to sneak around you and touch your back? He goes, (laughs) Dude, he goes, it felt like something grope my ass. <laughs> and so he lifts up his shirt. He goes, dude, I get he's like a burning sensation on the lower part of his back. Yeah. And he had a handprint and it was welting. Mm-hmm. You could see the outline of the five fingers and the thumb was on the square of his back. Mm-hmm. And he goes, that's the worst feeling in the world mm-hmm. that I've been groped by a ghost. Is
0: this what she's goofy talking about? Okay, come on. Don't leave us hanging. What yeah, what heck? was in the it's hole? In the sorry. Hole and what oh. The, oh.
1: So I crawl in the hole. I've got the flashlight and I looked straight up. And the top of that is the floor of that closet in that room where the wheelchair moved. Down below it is in the basement is another closet that leads to a tunnel out of the house. But anyways, what else I found in there where I found sus- suspenders and some brass buttons. Wow!
2: Inside the wall. Inside the wall. So was that, how is that possible? Like did somebody that built the house leave those
1: there or. That was an escape route at one time. Oh. Because there were two ways out of that house that we know of. Was that part of the Underground Railroad? Huh? Huh? Was that ever part of the Underground Railroad? I d probably. What's, I don't I think it was just part of getting soldiers out of the house if they needed to. If uh, they needed to get Confederate soldiers out of the house, that's how they did it. What's but Lady V saying here? The
0: house had had the way, had their way with her after that changed her life.
1: <laughs> the suspenders I, I stood up I put them on in comparison. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: this, Ryan, I'm telling you tonight, great. Year, this is will be gold. I mean, this, this, this crowd podcast, here, this is all unedited. You don't need to edit
1: this. No,
2: not at all. Bring it
1: next time, yeah. Ron, bring your bourbon and bring your favorite <laughs> yeah. coffee cup.
2: I will. So, I guess you know, back to the evidence part of it mm-hmm. and the fact that there's tunnels in that house that still blow my mind. Um. Because I've heard of houses like that being connected to the Underground Railroad where they had false doors and false places for people to hide, you know, and stuff like that. But if a mason built it, that tells me all I need to know. There's probably some sort of ritual. Did they do any rituals in the house that you know of?
1: Not that I know of. And actually, the the tunnel that led from the house to the barn had collapsed. Okay. So they really couldn't prove that it went to the barn. But they did find the tunnel and it was in the kitchen, like in a pantry. You just removed, you removed the floor and that's where the tunnel was. Wow. Right now, the the, the tunnel's being used by snakes because I've had to remove those from the house, too.
2: Lady V asks if, uh, how does that make sense, though? Suspenders and buttons hidden in a wall. You think it could have been evidence? Evidence for. uh, Well, we didn't find
1: a skeleton. Okay. We didn't find a skeleton. There was the suspenders, and it was also like. Like drywall or whatever, some of the wall construction, what it was made of.
2: Do you know if there's, she just asked again, do you know if there's been a, if somebody died in the house or was there a murder that took place that you know of in the house or?
1: There could have been murders. I mean, they had slaves, they had um union soldiers there. They had I mean there's no there's no telling. Well, because
2: I do I do know there are certain houses in parts of Kentucky um that are that have been documented as underground railroad houses. Um so I wonder if that one
1: Maysfield?
2: Yeah, Maysfield. There's a few in Maysfield and there's like one or two my family's from Henderson, Kentucky. So I know there's a couple in Henderson that they've found. Mm And there's some, and like on the borders of like Ashland and and stuff like that. You
0: all are answering each other's questions. You all get a room or something.
2: No. (laughs) Well, okay. So, anyway, Kevin. No, what's this right here? Think about it. You think about it, me? Oh my god!
1: Go in between the walls, baby. There was a floor (laughs) there. But the house was very upset with us that that hole was opened. So uh, no yeah. shit. Even
0: though the director, whoever gave you, the I just want to
2: know about the ev EVPs that may or may not have been caught there. That. If we have time to get through them all. We uh, do. Let's. Uh, is there one ahead. or is there a, or is there a There's handful? There's a handful. Of handful. Of okay. So. We can we can go through it and see what we pick up. And God, I hate EVPs.
1: I, I do too. Because you have to be there. Yeah. You know, you have to yeah. be there for the whole session to understand everything that's going on.
2: Well, i taught one. not an EVP. I caught one when I was doing a report for college real quick but we'll get through these. Okay. So, so which one's which one's this one
0: called? So right? let me start with this one. This was called Basement After Bell, bell. Ring.
1: Okay. You'll hear someone building. say, "Can you ring that bell?" Or did you hear the bell ring or something like that? Isn't that a song you can ring? ring. (laughs) Anyway. That happened back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Ring your bell. Dinner. (laughs) What I didn't send you was the first part of this EVP. And it was me asking a question saying, when you ring a bell, doesn't that mean that a soldier needs help? Oh, Because this was a hospital. This served hospital.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's give this a shot and see what we got.
1: That's the EVP.
2: Right here? Yes. An angel gets its wings?
1: Back a little bit further, Kevin. He says, can you ring that bell again? And then the EVP says...
2: Can you just enhance that part of it where you got the space between the question and then... So here...
1: Yeah,
0: I'm doing this shit in real time, guys. Check it <laughs> we out. love it, though.
1: Yeah. Now, do you hear that
2: click? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like a click, not a ring, though. But it was no, it's like a, it's like a fingernail, like a finger snapping.
1: EVPs. Um, when you capture EVPs, if you'll pay attention to, to your recordings, you'll hear that pop right uh-huh. after they're done okay. speaking. Sometimes you hear it pop oh. before, and sometimes you hear it afterwards. Can you
2: play it again? Because I can. It sounds like no. Play the first voice again. Okay. Wow, that sounded really gruffy, like a wow. Mm -hmm. Is that that's insane? There's a lot. There was a lot going on down there that night. So the fact that it was able to
1: pick it up that much, Mm -hmm. and I did not hear that. I had headphones on, and I did not hear that I could hear something was going on but I could not hear that that was being said
2: my one of my favorite things I've seen investigators do now is they do real time EVP so they'll leave the uh recorder on all night when they do these investigations mm-hmm. and they go back and release the audio after um and some of the stuff they catch without even knowing it without even provoking any questions is just weird because you know that you're not asking questions you're just talking and all of a sudden you get a
1: hey and then yes And that's what I don't know why people think that's a new thing. That's what they should have been doing this this whole time. Right. That's also this new stupid thing with putting the blindfold on and the headphones on with the spirit box. The Estes method. Just go sit in another room. What's it called,
2: Ryan? The Estes method. It is. So it's in Estes Park, Colorado, where it was done at the uh, correct. What is the Stanley Hotel? It was. First, done there in the Stanley Hotel uh, by a guy that um, was an investigator there. And he, the way, because sometimes, like you, it, the, the noise canceling headphones and the blindfold and the spirit box, it you're hearing the voices and stuff come through your head, so it's blocking out all the other noise, mm-hmm. so it enhances what you're hearing, so you're getting the voices and not hearing the other people talk, so to speak, is what they're saying.
1: Well, see and, and that, that was the thing, is like you just go to the other end of the house and you stay there. I never when I first saw that I was like, That's insane, but I get what they're doing and the blindfold that was just I think that's just dramatic. It's it is, but I, but I think but, it
2: helps I help it. I, I think it helps the sensory deprivation of it all. Like when your your senses are heightened then when you're you have the noise canceling headphones and the eye, you know, the blindfold on so you can't see. Um that's the way I understood it. I've never done it. I don't want to do that's it. That's a that's a dark closet, Ryan. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you yeah. looking over your shoulder, buddy? It's just like <laughs> shit, can I see somebody in my corner? <sighs>
0: His peripheral. He's like, no, right, so I, uh, this, real quick, no. let's let's go through these uh yeah, audio. yeah. So this is hall voices speaking.
1: Okay, this was all captured on Octagon Hall's security system. Oh wow. Their D V R. All right. Yes.
0: Whoa. Help us out. What are we hearing? I'm hearing a whistle. I'm hearing? Go back to the
2: very beginning. Don't okay. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah the whistle, to, I, there.
1: I
2: yeah, whistle.
1: There are four people in this house at this time. Nobody's okay. there though, right? Or, no, there's four people in at, there at this time. Okay, this, okay, okay. So there's two people that are painting walls that you'll hear them speak at the end of it going, did you hear that? The whistling is Billy Bird walking through the house whistling because he's closing windows and, and doing things like that. The fourth person is just sitting downstairs waiting for Billy to get done so they can close up the house and leave. Mm-hmm. But you're going to hear a woman yell, stop. And then the male voice that you're hearing in there is like talking to her going, do you really want him to stop or do you want them to, to keep on?
2: Hmm. Okay. So what this. part of that is it in this middle section? Yes, is it in the
0: middle? Tell me. Give me a, because well, this play, is, this is a 28 it. second. Yeah. Well, yeah. Play so. through it once and see if I. See. Look, who is in charge tonight? I have,
2: I'm not in charge. Ryan, <laughs> tell me what. To do. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. <laughs> okay. It's the
1: woman's voice. Now there's men talking Those then you hear somebody growl
2: i heard the growl
1: you heard there's another girl there.
2: okay you'll have to is there i heard the i heard can he, or stop and then i heard the other part but it was muffled but i heard the two growls though mm-hmm. that's insane
0: okay let's let's go to this one here <laughs> i can already tell the climactic moment here um
1: what's this one called
0: this is um Leaving barn?
1: Oh, yes. Leaving barn,
0: male voice.
1: I'm outside leaving the barn, walking back to the house. Okay. Mm. And then you hear somebody go, a woman say gasp or something.
2: I heard the gasp there, but I heard
0: (gasps) kind of like right there. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. That's the gasp, isn't it? Like a heavy breath. Like right. What's this one? Go to. Is this the-, the one
1: in the middle? I think. Do you want me to tell you what I think he said?
2: I want to. I want to isolate it really quick because I want to okay. hear. See if I well, can. T- tell us what you think, and then we'll play.
1: Yeah. Good evening. Okay. Like a, a, a black male, southern black male voice. Okay.
0: Oh. Okay. Let's. Good evening. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Walking down the step.
1: Okay, I'm in the house. I'm going down to the basement to put, screw back in the light bulbs from the um, motion sensor lights that we undo at night. So, how many floors are there in this house? You got a basement, main floor, and upper floor. And now they did put back the cupola that was struck by lightning and burnt.
0: All right, let's see. Now, no offense, that sounds like somebody just moving furniture or something.
1: And it is. That's me scooting the chair. Okay. So, what am I hearing? I don't. You'll hear just like like there was like one of them was like, "Don't hurt her." But I don't. can hear it on mine.
2: Okay. So Let's where see. is it? But where is it? Say it at. This,
1: this is hard. You've got it. See, that's the bad part. This is why I don't like EVPs because if you. This is how hard it is. You sent
0: this to me just. From I know, saying. and I
1: probably <laughs> sent you the wrong one.
0: Okay. What does it say? Let me let's, let me see if I can.
1: Help! There it is. Help! It's in it's in between. It's in between oh, the scoots sorry. of the church.
0: Oh, right here. Yeah.
2: I say, let's let's. Is there? Yeah. I heard that. Who? Like it was like a help yeah. or or an owl. Oh, yeah, it could have been an owl. Yeah, we're inside, honey. So sorry, thanks. an owl inside. <laughs> well, could be. In, the, in the in the basement yeah. that has no
1: lights on. No, and that's the same room of the closet that goes to the hidden.
0: Things above. See you all. We got we've got this all figured out. That's right. All right. So let's, this one is where where did you get your where did you get that
2: name? Oh yeah. All right,
1: You're gonna love this one. Well,
2: so London, you go by that. That's it. It's just whisper. Right there at the end.
1: Yeah. It just I heard, heard it, I heard a little. Go back further with it. It's it's pretty long through there. Money. You go by that. Who just whispered? What is it say? Me? Are you kidding me? Are you I heard it? I had yeah. What uh, what is that? What
2: is it saying?
1: Where did you get that right?
2: Oh I did you hear okay,
1: whispered.
0: okay.
2: Wait a minute, you're saying
0: Who this part is
2: the the disembodied Wait her. a minute. Right you know here. what that sounds like? If you go back and play the first EVP, it sounds like the same voice from the first EVP that you played. Oh, okay.
1: I got a good I'll story. Take your but-
2: word. Do you hear that too, Maria? Do you? Does it sound like the same voice from the first EVP you gave us?
1: Mm-hmm. The question that was asked at the beginning of that asked about Sue Mundy, and when the the voice came back and said, "Where did you get that name?" Sue Mundy is uh, an alias that. Jerome Clark used as he dressed up as a woman to try to spy on Union soldiers. Wow! So he was pretty enough that he could dress up as a woman, and he used the name Sue Mundy. Wow! Of course, they knew him when they caught him. Figured out what's well, going on. Well, I
2: about. know, I know. Frank or uh, Benjamin Franklin did that with the silence, do good letters, and all that stuff. Like he pretended to be a woman in those mm-hmm. kind of letters and things like that. If you think yeah, about, thank so, you know, all stuff so i guess that yeah those are really compelling like you hear them but they're not they're the one thing about evps you have to have an ear for it and when people are talking over it you're like okay how do i enhance this to make it right but but like so example i did it like i was saying listening to that um the building that the school district is in now um that my dad owned and sold it to the school district. There's a guy that works there. And in college, I had to do a story about, you know, like, cause I'm a journalist. So if you wonder why I'm asking all these questions, the way I do, it's just a <laughs> habit of mine. Um, I was, so I was sitting down talking to him and um, we it was, interview last like 30, 45 minutes or whatever. So anyway, um, I'm like, so I hear this building's haunted. Do you have a resident or like a ghost story or anything that, um you had experiences or anything like that. He goes, well, yeah, we have a resident ghost. Uh, we call him Frank or Fred. Um, and Fred likes to walk around wa- or walk around in the hallways and whistle. And the only reason, you know, he's there is because he's whistling. And um, he goes, and Tom, the guy that I did the story on uh, said, yeah, he goes, he, he's audible. You can hear him. You hear him walking down the hallway when nobody's there. or cameras have caught him walking down the hallway in a shadow figure type form. Mm-hmm. And he whistles. So on the security cameras, you can hear him whistling mm-hmm. and and there's nobody there. So I go back and play the EVP. Or play the recording, you know, typing up the story. And I get to that point where we're talking about Fred. And all of a sudden, and there's a dead space, 30 seconds of dead air before Tom answers the question. And I hear, uh huh. And I go back and I replay it and I hear it again. And I hear, so my teacher who, um, was giving us the assignment as a big paranormal enthusiast. And we were talking to, and I messaged this link to him or the audio clip to him. And he goes, that's an EVP if I've ever heard one. He goes, but I want you to email the guy that you talked to and called him and see if he had any alerts on his phone, can't, you know, computer or whatever, whatever. And so I emailed Tom. I said, Tom, do you remember at this time when we were doing the interview, did you have a, your phone go off? He goes, let me check, check. No phone call from on his cell phone or his work phone. And he had his alerts on his uh, computer snoozed or ignored, so he didn't have a whistle go through. And he goes, "What well, was not I said, "I heard a faint <sighs> through the you know through the microphone, but didn't hear it in person." And he goes, Ooh. "Oh, that's Fred letting you know that he's there." Wow, good old. Friend. I mean that that was probably the creepiest sound I have ever heard though. That whistle like that, yes, like yes. just. And I didn't even ask him to make himself known. He was just letting him know or letting himself like me know that oh I'm here by the way.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay, that's neat. Well, so I've got something else that's creepy for you that you'll absolutely enjoy. Oh, God. There is a group of uh, gentlemen that got together. They're all songwriters, videographers. They do amazing work. And they got together in, I think it was 2013, and they decided to write a soundtrack to a ghost story, is what it came out to be. So they would stay in the house, and they would do, sit in the candlelight. They would just, they knew all the history of this. They were reading the, all the memoirs and all everything from soldiers' letters All of this this stuff. One night that they were there, I think they were upstairs in Mary Elizabeth's room, and they heard this loud crash downstairs. And they, so they go through the, it scares the bejesus out of them. And I think they all left the house. They were just done. It was that loud. It sounded like half of the house was falling apart. Mm -hmm. So they come back the next day and they had them go through the security footage to see if they if the microphones picked it up. And it did. It was a huge crash. They spent the next day or the rest of that day going through the house, picking stuff up and dropping it to see if it matched the sound. They got to the basement, the wonderful basement with the closet door. Basements are freaky. And there, down there was a display table like you would, I guess you'd see for uh, jewelry in or whatever. It weighed like 300 pounds. It was steel and glass somebody picked it up and dropped it and it's the sound it matches the sound so
2: how does a that, how does a ghost pick up a table? I don't know,
1: but a I've great also, question. <laughs> I have been witness to it shoving the table.
2: Oh well, so I mean, it goes back to the wheelchair. If he can exert enough force or energy to do it, you, you're they're capable of doing anything. Like I said, with the doors at the, my dad's hospital, if they're capable of pulling doors off magnetic strips, yes. they're capable of anything. Right. Or touching my brother's ass. One of the two. Um,
1: Depends but, on what energy you want to manifest.
2: Right. So. I guess it's like have or <laughs> well so with the uh have you felt in danger at the octagon house at our, or the hall have you felt no da- okay mm-hmm. um so we can't perform an exorcism so um we're good there no i'm kidding but You're good. <laughs> um no i no i i all joking aside though like the one thing that i have always been enthralled with and that always gets me is when people um say that you know like I, i'm drawn to the house but they haven't felt any negative energy which is a good thing mm-hmm. um i can tell you that hospital had a lot of negative energy in it just because of all the death and stuff that they had but oh. when you think about like what the body count there oh god um considering the sanatorium was open and they had padded Cells? No, I didn't know. know. Did you say the
0: sanatorium was part of? I didn't
2: uh realize. the 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 building that they tore down was part of the sanatorium, um, or was the sanatorium because they had padded cells on the seventh floor that I put myself in a straitjacket in once, and I just wanted to see what it felt like. Oh, Uh, well, no, that's the creepy part because they had the cells. They were so this the padded cells, the the straitjacket they had chained to each side of the wall. So they had it on one wall, one wall, and the rear wall. So you were just basically chained, standing up. Um, well, that keeps from...
0: Now I'm visible. starting to get ideas on what to do over the uh-huh. yeah. Wow.
2: Wow. Um, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> Come on, no. So... Um, looks like some bdsm there. Um anyway, uh the it, yeah, that 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 house, that building was just I would probably say so 1905 and it closed in 2010. You're looking at maybe close to a couple thousand if not more than that, but you don't know how recorded Like what? The one thing that I never understood about that place was is that they left all the medical records there. So that was a violation of HIPAA. Um, But at that point, though. Well, they moved them, but they all – but but still, like, so I know, like, that all these – like, all buildings and all, like, histor- historical buildings have um, – my, my
0: point is that was it a HIPAA violation at that point?
2: It could have it, been. if it, I mean, yes, if they were dead 100 years ago, no. But no, no. we did find one – I did find one death record from 1906. Mm -hmm. and it was just like really interesting how they filled it out. I couldn't read it because it was chicken scratch to me. I mean, I'm like, okay, so-and-so died of this. I'm like, what is this? And he realized the kid was like six years old. So, Mm -hmm. um, they saw, I don't think they saw a lot of tuberculosis stuff there back in the day. Um, Mm -hmm. but they did have a lot of schizophrenia, a lot of, I mean, since it was a mental institution at the time when they built that first building, um, it was a mental institution or obviously. So you had schizophrenia, like people that died of like just certain things or, um, we found, um, what are they? Hydro elect or hydro, what are they? Hydro baths or whatever, like the electric shock therapy stuff. Um, and that building was probably the most ominous place I ever looked at and been in. Um, when you say you walk into a building and you can feel a heavy presence, like (laughs) in thickness in the air, that building embodied that, that was, um, no, like I was in there once by myself and I had that feeling of being watched. I had Mm -hmm. that feeling of being walked up on where Mm -hmm. I would hear footsteps behind me. And every time I would stop, they would stop. Right. And I thought it was the echo of my footsteps, but I was wearing soft sole boots. And all of a sudden I'm like hearing footsteps behind me. And then I'd stop and I'd look nobody behind me. And then I would do residential investigations. That's where your funds are. I've heard, um, I've heard that, uh, that building, I would, if I could go back and investigate it, then I wouldn't do it by myself, just because I know the history of it. And mm-hmm. um, I would want somebody that hasn't been there to come with me and do it. Um, because I will tell you that building, there was one story where uh, my mom a police officer and a canine dog were in a building and somebody had broken into the building or they thought broken into my dad's building and the alarms were censoring every which floor or whatever. So each floor motion sensors were going off. In unison at the same time and my dad had the alarm company reset the alarm and they kept going off all mm-hmm. in unison so my mom my dad and they had two canine units and my dad's friend dave and my brother were all there with these two police officers with the canines walking around this building and on the Third floor was the maternity ward. So, you know, your birthing rooms and everything like that. And there was one room that was probably the size, if not bigger than this, um, what I'm in now, where there was no power in that building, in that room, no lights, no nothing. And the canine that is with us alerts to something in the back far right corner of this room. He won't go in the room. Right. No. He, won't go, he won't go past a certain point in the room. And then all of a sudden, I hear something metallic hit the floor in front of me at my feet. And I look down and it's a screw. Mm-hmm. And the police officer goes, did you see that? I said, yeah, I heard it. And I saw it. And he goes, no, did you see that? I said, yeah. He goes, my dog's alerting to something in there. Mm-hmm. And he goes... And I go, do you have your flashlight out? And and we obviously had the flashlight in the corner. He was shining in the corner. Nothing there. Nothing's there. Yeah. Nothing's there. And that dog, I've never heard a dog whimper like that in my life. Mm -hmm. And then, so here's the kicker. We get on the elevator going up to the fourth floor. So there's two elevators, side-by-side double-door elevators that can fit. So my dad and my mom, or my brother and the one canine and Dave get on one. And we get on the other one. As we're getting on and the door closes, as we're going up, as the elevator door is closing, you can hear a woman go. Shh. They can hear us because we heard kids laughing.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: So we That's get off that hard. elevator, go down to the second floor where we heard that mm-hmm. and check every room in the in that building and that floor and there was nobody there. And the mm-hmm. police officer was freaking out. He goes, I hated this building. I knew I would hate this building. <laughs> <laughs> But we yeah. are Ryan. We
0: are about five minutes from the and uh, end. So let me. Um, you want to talk about favorite go show? Well, hold on. Uh, there's some chats uh, oh. in there.
2: I'll, we might wait a next do, next
0: week. Don't or don't I'll, I'll be out of town. Is. I'll you be know. out of
2: town, but we can come. I can come back and let you know what night I'm free, and we can. Yeah, figure well, out I'm next
0: gonna. I'll, I will. I think you know for for er, for every. We'll do. I'll do a show Monday. Okay. Um, we and we it will be questions? in the hol- Halloween theme. Do we have thing, any
2: questions we'll from do we have any Let's questions talk. from the comments well, at all? I'm
0: gonna here's some comments. We'll rattle off some of this and I don't know where this came from because on this show we will never not be educational. So <laughs> R L with some really good information according to the tantric Buddhist belief, spooky sex particularly when it results in a pregnancy Ooh. is an invitation to someone on the other side to be
2: part of your Family, whoa, what is that whoa. supposed to even mean? RL, can you like give us uh background information on that? Like, this I is, I don't, this, uh, I don't know, maybe there's I'm, more. I don't know. Let's, let's see what the-
1: I'll have her send it to me and then I can get it to you.
0: Okay, <laughs> we can do that. All right, here's Oofy, uh, Maria. Do you think any of the current entities recognize you as a previous occupant of Octagon Hall?
2: Good question.
1: I don't know. I've never gotten an EVP of that reference, but I do know they found they did learn my name. Oh
2: well, go that's ahead. always kind of freaky.
1: Oh no, I love it. I, okay. My favorite thing with going to uh, residential hey, investigations is when I'll get a "fuck you, Maria" as an EVP. That is oh. my favorite.
0: <laughs> well then, so the, <laughs> well, for go- the record, you don't need an EVP
2: for that. <laughs> oh. No, so, do you do you think entities are stuck to one place, or can they travel between highways in a sense? Well, piggyback that mm-hmm. question your t- that question with
0: Oofies. Lives are actual composite of personalities that can fragment into new reincarnated people. I don't know. what if?
1: Say, is somebody stuck somewhere, I mean, you would think in my I would think, if I'm dead and I want to go to Egypt, I'm going to go. So is there sandworms in the way that's keeping me from leaving my property? Is there... There's salt. What's keeping it... Garlic. Working? Oh, no, that's a great question, though, because,
2: like, if you split your soul, like, it, my reference here is Harry Potter. When Voldemort splits his soul in the seven or eight horcruxes, you know, like, you're splitting souls. And if you have an imprint on one area in life and you're stuck in a house, like, or a place, like, people believe you go back to a place that you had, that had a lot of... uh meaning to you, you're going to stay there or go there. So um, you're going
1: to go make, to where it makes you happy. You're right. going to go to the yeah. age that you're the happiest in the place that you were the happiest. Correct. Yeah. So that's the scary
2: part about it because you could be talking like, that's why people are so enthralled with the demonic entities because they mock children. Like mm-hmm. they present to you as a child, nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. So um, not that I've ever had an encounter with one, um thank god but the fact that they present themselves as children to you at first and then invite themselves in but uh yeah that's a great question it, that is a great question do we have any more kevin probably but uh it's not 28 so. no it is nine twenty eight. <laughs> we got it we got two more minutes we got a couple <laughs> more
0: minutes yeah let's um a lot of their the comments are, are just and in the
1: chat so sex and
0: just yeah yeah oh Ron what what does this mean Ron Kevin is always asking to stay longer
1: oh that's he's Was throwing that, it off on you he, he wants you to always stay on longer than what he does yeah. I mean
0: and we're trying to be build a our st- audience structured show where we like say it's eight till nine thirty mm-hmm. because Ryan likes to sleep. Pre- sleep and prep <laughs> for his next Days day so work. respect. Yeah, respect. Oh, and you know what? Do you
1: have the the link for that um Orphan Brigade what? documentary?
0: I sent I put it in the chat. Did you put it in I'll, chat? I'll add it to the There's description. There's orphans the there. I too. feel bad now. I'll add it. I'll add
1: I'll it. Oh, the Orphan Brigade. That was part of the Confederate. Oh, okay. Yeah. The yeah. Orphan Brigade were a bunch of people that just had no fucks to give and they just went and did whatever it needed to take. Why does Ryan keep all eyeballing the closet behind him? That's my
2: door. That's my hallway. I'm just making sure nobody's. <laughs> good question no um my house isn't haunted that i know of so that's good um as i do it again well Uh, i don't
1: know do you want it to be ryan we can no i don't i can fix this for you
2: well no 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 no, no, no. uh the one thing i learned at the hospital was not to allow anything to come home with me so i would make it a point to say you're not allowed to follow me home because i know that entities would try to follow people i've heard from investigators in the past that they would definitely um let them know uh, that they were not welcome to come uh, yeah. home and whatever was there stayed. Um, and, you have to you, be, and you have to be very stern with it. You know, you can't some
1: of them listen. Some of them don't.
2: Well, I mean, all you have to do with here, because that house or that hospital is owned by Catholic priests is go get a Catholic priest with holy
1: water and bless it. So um, here we go. Hey, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> we, we, well, you don't believe in all that stuff, but it's like Ryan and I, it's like... I'm not, I, it's not that I don't believe, I just, I'm not... You've never seen it, believed it, felt it.
2: Yeah, I know. There yeah. are things in this world you can't explain, and the that's, fact that you... So the fact that I could see that I would, if I saw that video of the of the wheelchair moving, I'd be like, oh, that was somebody bumped into it, but you see nobody right. was in front of it, video, or... That video, I can't not, See, this is... Okay, yeah. Before we wrap up this episode, the one thing I like about the live show is that you can actually see video and audio evidence of things happening. True. Yeah, we can't do that on a true podcast. Right, and it'd be like when, we're, when you're doing a true podcast, be like look over here, and you're like looking over my left shoulder and there's nothing there. I know, slow. see
0: no one's going to be able to appreciate you looking over your shoulder ten times tonight.
2: <laughs> can we get, every time, so we're going to have a We're going to we'll have to do a tank. shot every time. Yeah, every yes. time I look over my shoulder... <laughs> <laughs> and I so do, do it subtly. Do,
1: do we need to do a part two to this? We uh-uh, well,
0: you know, well, we can, Kevin. There's a stretch of highway in Montana that will make you a believer, make a believer
2: out of ya. I know ya. what he's talking about. Out of ya, I know Me. what he's talking about because I've heard people say the same is thing. Peep.
1: Kevin's peep. not going to drive 20 miles down the road because it's, it's a little far.
0: <laughs> so, can I like Google Earth that stretch and act yeah. like you're driving on it? <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. Hey, look over there. I saw something. The virtual stuff. Yeah, the quarter of my eye. No, All right, I, we're yeah.
0: we're too minutes past Ryan's hard stop (laughs) and Ryan you're not changing into or morphing into some shape shifting werewolf or something. Uh, But you know tonight again late night screams on Earth Monday night prime time. Eight till nine thirty ish. We're gonna give us
2: a follow on Twitter.
0: Yeah, do us a favor, people in here, and I know probably most of you have give a thumbs up to the show on YouTube. It will help hurts the algorithms and get them, you know, get us all uh, started. Start, yeah. So um, it's a Ryan, <laughs> it was a fun show tonight. It was your your debut. I'm I'm a ert guy. Maria's a ert girl. You're you're
2: we're Ertlings.
0: We broke your seal tonight. You're well, no longer an yeah. Ert virgin.
2: I do I will say I have seen not like shadow movement, but like something moving under the corner of my eye for a couple minutes now. But we're good. What? Do you know
1: what i blame that on, Ryan?
2: What? My glasses.
1: <laughs> I don't care whatever it's like oh shit it's just a glare I
2: think it is like, I think it is but like I'm looking at it like but I don't hear anything but there's no movement out of the corner of my eye mm-hmm. but yeah you, anyway guys Thank you for uh, you know this this live opportunity. It's been fun. It has been so. Yeah, it. thank welcome. you for
1: allowing me to be on to be your. You're welcome. The first. The first. And, and, and,
2: and, and thank you for sharing that awesome awesome great EDPs stories and the great stories yeah. and the videos mm-hmm. that that you know it makes a believer. Hopefully you know people give this a watch and uh, give us a good follow and get us going. Well,
1: you there know you If they don't believe, I don't care.
2: I don't care. <laughs> all right, guys. Late Night Screams.
0: Look us up. Linktree, Late Night Screams pod. We are on Spotify, Apple, Late Night Screams, Twitter, all the Instagram. Trying to contribute to the paranormal society. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Late Night Screams. Remember to like, subscribe, and rate on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are also on Twitter at Night Screens Pod. You can also connect with the podcast by email at late night pod at gmail.com or by phone at 567 429 1626. Leave us a story and maybe we'll put it on the air. See you next time.